Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Uh, today I'm going to talk about the magic mind and the way you achieve the magic mind. The magic mind is achieved by placing the mind into the fifth dimension, by placing the mind into a state of, of perpetual bliss. The mind in perpetual bliss has magical powers. The mind in perpetual bliss lives in a miracle world where anything is possible and where nothing is lacking. It is the kingdom of heaven. The magic mind is essentially the mind in its pure, no-thought state. Now, when, when do all the thoughts leave your mind completely? Is when you're in a state of bliss. There's nothing to think about. There's no thoughts to... It's just the feeling of joy is the state out of which you can perform miracles and you can do anything you want to do. Life becomes extremely easy under that mindset and also you attract only good things in that mindset. If you think of the mind as sort of a magnet that attracts things that are sort of like it to it, so their mind in a depressed state or the mind in a negative state is going to attract negative things. The, the mind in a positive state or the mind in a state of contented thinking or contented um, occupation, that mind is the kind of mind that can perform anything. And that is a mind that, that attracts to it only good things. So how does one get one's mind into this continual bliss state? Because this is the only thing that matters. Like all the uh, religions in the world are trying to get you here because they understand that once, if they can get you here, then they can, then you, you will behave. You will, you will do the right thing and you will live a happy life. So all the stories they tell you and all the things that, that, that try to spiritualize your mind to try to get you into that joy state. And that's what faith is in the Christian religion. It's like, the joy state. Hold on, I have to check. I have to take this call. Okay, I am back. Sorry about that interruption. So the mind, with how do you get your mind into the bliss state? Well, the only way to do it is to is to somehow. Stop the chatter of the ego. The, 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 all these little thoughts that just pour through your head when you're not on top of it, those are the things that are dragging you out of the bliss state. Because some of those thoughts include some of the things that upset you and some of the things that hurt your ego and some of the things that scare your ego. And... They present them to your mind, they present these thoughts to your mind as if they're 
right in the as if they're facts when really they're just thoughts. But your but your mind, your unattentive mind, your mind that doesn't really isn't really paying attention very closely, just takes it as real. Completely suspends its disbelief and takes these thoughts as reality. So how do you keep your mind from flooding with all the different thoughts that come into the mind and, and just and disrupt it and to take it out of the bliss state? This is just the active imaginings of normal people's minds. It just does this. How do you stop it? Well, the only way you can stop it is with by forcing your mind to focus on something good, on a good memory, on how you felt in your best moment. This is something that I've been talking about over the last maybe two shows or three shows because it's so important. You can't master this skill. You will never put your mind in a state where it can accomplish anything. Now, I talked about free will and why it's important to let go of that concept. One, it makes no sense. How can there be an uncaused cause in this universe? There's always something that follows another. So we are in the universe. We are physical beings. The idea that we can just make choices outside of the physical matter, it's, just, it's, it's, it's nonsensical. We can't. We're passengers in this physical matter. But what we can do is change our thinking so that so that our better angels are controlling us against our will <laughs> instead of our worst. And so the reality that we we pass through is is we attract a good reality. And that's the only thing we can control. The only thing we can control is what our mind is doing. Everything else is is a consequence of not doing that. So every every single thing that you've ever done that you didn't like or that you're unhappy about, that was the reason. You got out of the bliss state. You 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 started living in this in the in the in the strain like uh, state, and of course things started fucking up, and you started fucking up. It's just just natural. It's like almost because it's almost like. You can think of the bliss, the oxygen of, like, true life. And if you can't put your mind in a bliss state, um, then you starve true life of oxygen. And so you're basically walking around with, like, a, just a tiny amount of oxygen, not enough to, to even stand up. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible existence, and most people are in it. Most people they don't understand that they're 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 trying to search for ways to create the bliss state, and that's their goal is to get is to get bliss. Everybody's goal is to be happy, to get to to, to be blissful. But and so what they do is they keep trying to get it in these little spurts, and they don't you know they don't understand why they can't just arrive at it once and for all ever. I mean, maybe in retirement or something like that, people think, oh, when I get all this money, then I'll have it. It's like nothing works. Nothing external works because this is, has to do with how you are controlling, whether or not you are in control of your mind or not. And if your mind is thinking by itself without your direction, 
then you are not in control of it, and it is taking you out of the bliss state into the ego state. And the ego state is is a state of mostly unhappiness and with few little sprinklings in of, 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 of laughter. You know, people who are like in the ego state, they tend to be, a lot of them tend to become comedians just to cheer themselves up. I mean, they develop quite a gallows humor about life and they become very funny because of it. But it's, make no mistake, somebody who's very funny or very creative, they are probably in many cases compensating for the fact that they're very unhappy. And so they produce things that 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 make that that remind them that life is is worth more than the shitty life that they're perceiving. Like if you are in this if you if you can put yourself in this perpetual bliss state, you you won't need to make jokes and crack up and 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 uh be creative or anything. You don't need to redeem your life in some way by accomplishing anything. It's not about accomplishment. Okay? Believe me, it's a better life. People are like, well, if I'm always in a blue state, I'll never do anything. I'll never get anything done. So what? This is what you've been trying to get through all your hard work and discipline and, and working out and all the different things you try to do. This is what you're trying to get. So if you can get there without having to get any, without having to get any money, without having to get, um, do anything, do any work, except work on your mind, isn't that much easier? Shouldn't that be your first priority? Because believe me, no matter what you do in life, if you do not master your mind, be a miserable fool, no matter how much money you get, it will never be enough. It will never plug the hole. Okay, how do you plug the hole? How do you plug the energy hole that is free thought? It that that the thought that just scours your head and and drives you from one thought to the next to the next to the and in and out of emotions of each thought is that accompanies each thought i mean it's just like a constant stream and it's it's tiring okay it's it's aging okay that's what aging comes from so i recommend to people who are having a little bit of a hard time getting their mind around this idea i recommend that you Try with entertainment. Notice how entertainment, you know, everybody, why do people watch so much uh, TV? Because it occupies their mind to the extent that it distracts them from the chatter and the thinking that the mind does involuntarily. If you can, like, get your mind focused on some storyline or some plot, then the mind no longer is entertaining, or at least part of it, most of it, is no longer entertaining the, the involuntary thoughts that are just flitting through the head. So the mind becomes sort of in a kind of a bliss state because it's an occupied mind. An occupied, focused mind will, will, can, beats back and blocks the chatter of the ego. So I recommend, you know, if you're having a hard time, if you're, having a, if you're noticing that you're, 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 you just can't turn off that chatterbox that is your ego in your mind, 
just start getting into some TV shows, some episodic TV. Start binge watching until you can you can feel it. You can see that like if when your mind is engaged in these stories, you're not um, you're not feeling bad. You know, you're feeling okay. You know, things are okay. And if you can combine that with the the conception of your one of your best memories and how you felt during that. And constantly go back there. Just put your mind back there. Like, keep it there. Hold it there. And then at the same time, entertain your mind with movies, TV shows. You'll start to understand how you can, how the mind, that, if you do that, you basically, in those moments that you're, that you're watching a ton of TV or whatever like that, you're not aging. Aging only occurs when you let your mind just sink on its own. That is the aging process. It's just the free-floating anxiety of involuntary thought. It, it is tremendously poisonous in our system. And it takes, it robs us of life, energy, time. It's a miserable, it's a miserable state. And anything you can do to blunt that, play an instrument, do, do something that engages you, uh, you know, even, even, even working, you know, going to do your job and, like, it gets really busy, you notice, like, you're not, you're not exactly, like, unhappy or happy. I mean, you're getting stuff done. You're just kind of like, okay, everything's fine. Now, if you could combine that, which will shut down your thinking, with a conscious default thought of your best moment in life. Most people are just thinking about their worst and most humiliating moments. Most people think about the the bad moments of their life. They're defined by them. Define yourself by your best moment or moments. You know, I mean, your your most ultimate pleasure. Your body has an ability to take those chemicals and re-release them. To, to have a little bit of a flashback of how you felt. And if you're occupying your mind correctly, now the the, the uh, you can do it through entertainment. I recommended on the last show that you just basically keep asking your you 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 distract your mind by constantly asking it one question: What's my next thought? What's my next thought? Because your mind, once it gets posed that question, it stops thinking for a second. And if you just keep asking it, you can basically stop thinking. Uh, and that just kind of like gives you a momentary respite of the racing of the mind, of all the different things. And you notice that your mind is thinking on its own. Just ask it a question. What's my next thought? What am I thinking about? You'll notice how your mind kind of quiets down. Your mind wants to operate involuntarily kind of under your radar because that's how it gets you. Your ego will destroy you that way. Your ego will age you very quickly that way. But if you can keep your mind in eternal bliss, that's the key to physical, physical immortality because you're not losing any energy. And you're in the present and you're in the moment. It's also the key to not losing time. I mean, have you ever noticed sometimes like a month will just fly by? Why is that? Well, it's because you've spent most of the month in your thoughts, 
being juggled around by your thinking. You're not in the moment ever. You're rarely in the moment. So, of course, it's like going to bed and waking up after sleeping. It's like you, you're not, you weren't there. Eight hours went by. You didn't notice. When you're walking and, in, and allowing your involuntary thoughts to take over your thinking space, and, and not really exercising any kind of discipline on how you're, what your mind is doing, you are essentially a lost sleepwalking person. And of course, time is going to just fly by. You're not going to, you're not going to uh, notice it go by, and you're going to think like, man, like this, this week, this month, this year, it just went so fast. I can't believe it's summer, you know, stuff like that. And the summer will just like, you know, now summer's just starting. Like try to, try to slow it down, slow down life. And you can slow down life by, by getting into the moment and the moment becomes infinite if you are really in it. It is infinite. Time moves so slow in a good way when you are in the bliss state. Now, I'm going to be, like, doing a lot of different shows about the bliss state and how we can get there and different methods because this is the core of all that you are looking for in life. If you can master this, and it's not something you have to have any kind of money for. I mean, you don't have to, <coughs> you don't have to sign up for any um, <laughs> classes or, you know, contribute to the Scientology religion or whatever. You don't have to do that. You can just practice these things, okay? Now, I'm going to come up with different techniques. So far, the best one I've come up with is the, uh, is the best moment meditation. Always just thinking about your, that, that one moment when you just felt like everything was just A-okay. Just putting your mind back there and then always taunting the ego mind with the question, well, what are you thinking about now? What are you thinking about now? And the answer should always be, unless I'm thinking about something that's immediately in front of me and I'm actually concentrating on it, I shouldn't be thinking about anything. The mind is a great tool, but if you leave your uh, power tool on in your pocket, <laughs> it cuts up your leg, <laughs> I guess, if you can take that metaphor. But it's just any kind of tool. You, you want to be able to turn it on and off when you need it. Okay, so this tool that you have, you can use it to kind of discipline your mind, to keep your mind from the chatter. So entertainment is a, is a good start, but of course, you're not going to always be able to have entertainment taking up your brain. You're going to have to figure out ways to, to stop, to, to, to block out these, this, this involuntary thinking some other way. And you can only do it consciously, and you can only do it with a presence by being in the moment. This is a very kind of tricky subject because most people miss it. Most people are like, yeah, yeah, be in the moment, whatever. Live, live, seize the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't understand, like, how important, like, it's like the first step towards any kind of enlightenment, any kind of happiness. Like if you just cannot figure out how to control your mind and keep it from feeling bad, just needlessly 
when it doesn't need to, then, you know, if you can't control your moods, you're lost. You're just going to be a victim of the world. You're going to be a victim of circumstance. Now, people come back to me and like, well, if that's the case, then it's not my, you know, I have, it doesn't matter. I have no free will. So, you know, I, I can't feel bad if I, if I get caught up in that. Well, I would say, look, the only thing you can control is your thinking, is your thinking mind. Okay, so in that extent, you do have free will. You have free will. You have free thought at the very least. Now, my, the, 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 what I was talking about with free will is like either you're acting out of your own true nature or you're acting out of your ego, okay? When you're in the moment and you're in the bliss state, you're acting out of your own true nature. You'll never feel guilty for acting out of your true nature. That's your true nature, you only feel guilty when you act in a way that doesn't feel like you. It doesn't feel like, oh, that, that really, I really wasn't myself. You know, people like, I lost it when they get mad. I lost it. And it's what they did was they lost themselves. And that's what most people are doing. They're losing themselves. And, and for a few seconds a day, they might find themselves when something's really funny or, you know, when they have just when something good happens. Something beautiful happens. They see a good show or they, you know, do something. It's like, then they feel like everything's okay. But then they descend right back into, you know, what I don't have. Well, I need this. I need that. I don't like my life. Blah, 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 blah. Cha, 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 cha. Mind chatter, mind chatter. It's the ego in your head. Okay? You want to you wanna be young forever? Keep, keep listening to these shows. I'm going to show you how to do this, okay? Now, take it from me. I was one of the most depressed people ever because I just, I didn't, you know, I was just so kind of like, I just had this pessimistic view of life. I didn't realize that the pessimistic view of life itself justifies itself. It creates a pessimistic world. It creates a world, a sad world. It attracts a sad world. You can never attract a good world with a fucking sad brain, right? It's just never going to happen. You're never going to. You're never going to do it. You have to almost. The only way. It's. It's just like. It's. It's kind of like. Um, like dating. Like if you go on a date with a chick and like you're all depressed and like. You're not really that cool, happy, and you're just kind of like you. First of all, you'll, you're going to be a little bit of a dick. She's going to think you suck. But also, it's like it's not attractive. It's it doesn't it, it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't exude a kind of charm, and all charm comes from that bliss state. So you need to learn to get it and understand it and just be in it. And regardless of what you have or what you don't have, and you'll see that once you're in it for like an extended period, things just start to work out. Things just start, and you don't have to, there's no, there, there's no problems. Problems are, problems are things that smack sleeping people in the face because they have been, they've been asleep. It's like you wake up and your house is on fire. Well, that's, you would have seen that fire from a mile away if you were just present, if you were awake. So just understand, and the, the, the difference here is between sleeping, 
sleepwalking and being in the moment. You can slow down time to an infinity. You can slow down aging to an infinity. You can stay young, but you've got to figure out how to get into that bliss state. I'm going to be talking more about this. This is the fifth dimension. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. You can check me out on Twitter at Occult Knowledge. Uh, And um, thanks for listening.